Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, we are on an epic journey to discover this life that we can live unleashed. God offers us a passionate life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. So as we journey together, we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience this life that God has. To do that, we are journeying with Luke as we read through Luke and Acts on Season 2 of the Living Unleashed podcast. Today, we are on Luke chapter 10. I hope that you had an awesome weekend, and I hope that you're having a, uh, a wonderful journey as we continue together here through Luke. I hope that you're seeing things you've never seen before. I hope that each time you read, you're seeing new, not only new things, but that you're able to see things more easily because you're spending time in God's Word with Jesus every day. And, you know, as you continue to do that, I just want to encourage you because as you continue to do that, you're going to find that you're going to start picking up and noticing things that you've never noticed before. As we spend this time with Jesus, as we read God's Word, as we reflect upon it and um, ask God to open it up to us through the power of His Spirit, you just begin to take notice of things that have always been there, uh, but just never seen before. Uh, you just never noticed before. It'll start impacting you um, as you do that, as you spend time with God. So just continue to do that. If you're just joining us, hey, just jump right in. Just jump right in. We're in Luke 10. You don't have to try to play catch up if you don't want to. Um, of course, if you want to, all these podcasts are are there. You can start one chapter a day, just like we've been doing. Start with Luke chapter one. Invite some others to join you there on the journey at that spot. Or jump right in with us today and just uh, continue to move forward from, uh, from Luke chapter 10. We're going to have a great journey. There's lots of good stuff, so let's jump right in. Okay, so Luke chapter 10 starts out, if, if you... Um, it should have kind of jumped off the page at you. It starts out real similar to Luke chapter 9. Now, in Luke chapter 9, Jesus sends out the 12 disciples. But now here at the beginning of Luke chapter 10, he chose 72 other disciples and sent them ahead in pairs, just like he had sent out the, uh, the, the 12 disciples in the previous chapter. Now, this has a very similar story arc to it. Um, the instructions he gives the 72 are very similar to the instructions he gave the 12. Um, and the report back is a uh, very similar, uh, with a, the exception that there is a larger response from Jesus. So if you go over to verse 17, it says, when the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Yes, he told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. You can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. But don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names are registered in heaven. Now, I, I don't think that what this what Jesus is saying here, um, it, that he's referring to literal snakes and scorpions, as in you can just go out and dare a snake or scorpion and it's not going to be able to hurt you. I think what he's saying here, you, you notice that those two things in the ancient world and for us today really represent 
evil. They're they're dangerous. They're dark. Uh, you know, that's just how we look at things like snakes and scorpions. And it starts out talking about that I saw Satan fall like lightning. It ends, it's bracketed then in verse 20 by, don't rejoice because evil spirits um, obey you. You see, I, th- I think that it's it's this illustration, this analogy. I mean, just think about that. That he's given us authority. And... Nothing can hurt us. I, I don't mean that we can't get any bumps, bruises, sick, or anything like that, but the, ultimately, life is that life which is eternal that has already started when we come to Christ. We're living in his kingdom now, and when we're powered by his kingdom, nothing can hurt us. Isn't that awesome? It says, that, you know, the enemy can't, can't hurt you, can't touch you, and that's just so awesome. That's just so powerful that with Jesus... I mean, we have that kind of authority. Okay, um, let's let's move on because uh, I really want to get there's there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, we have you know the most important commandment: love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. He tells the story of the Good Samaritan. We could camp out there for a while, uh, but I want to get down to the last account in uh, in chapter ten, and that is that Jesus visits Martha and Mary. Now, when Jesus comes to Martha and Mary's house, Martha gets busy making preparations because now, all of a sudden, they have company, okay? So that seems pretty normal. I mean, we've all done that. We've had company coming. What have we done? We've been busying ourselves to get a meal ready. Uh, We've been busying ourselves to get the house ready. Uh, Maybe we've been... Maybe we've been busy setting up, you know, a folding table and chairs for the extra people. I mean, we're taking care of things because company's coming. But in this instance, Jesus shows up. Martha kicks in like you and I would. But Mary does something different. Martha suddenly takes notice that Mary is just sitting at the feet of Jesus, listening to him. I mean, she's she's just sitting there. Okay, says that Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught. Now, you can understand Mary and Martha are sisters, and this rubs Martha the wrong way because her sister is not helping out. And so she complains to Jesus about it. She thinks that this is an issue of fairness or justice that, you know, Mary ought to be helping out. So she goes to Jesus, she complains, but (laughs) Jesus looks at Martha and says, you know, Martha, you're worried about many things. You're worried about many things, but there's only one thing worth being concerned about, and Mary has discovered it, and it will not be taken from her. You see, Mary had discovered sitting at the feet of Jesus And this is that passage where I think it causes us to stop and take a deep breath. And why? Well, it's Monday. If you're following along on this podcast in its normal order, uh, today's Monday. And you may be heading into a week where you are just totally slammed mentally, emotionally, physically. You're just busy. And... Maybe you struggled this morning or this afternoon, whatever time of day it is, 
Maybe you struggled to even get this time in. Maybe you're listening to the podcast but haven't had time to read the Bible, haven't had time to read the chapter of the Scripture. This passage encourages us and reminds us of what is important, what's most important. You see, Martha is not rebuked because she was preparing for guests. Martha is rebuked because she's worried and upset over all these details. But Mary was calmly sitting at the feet of Jesus. Now, how does that apply to your life and to mine today? Well, as we head into this week, how do we keep ourselves through the week sitting at the feet of Jesus instead of allowing all the details to get us upset and worried? How do we intentionally shape our lives? Remember, we've talked about in the podcast before, not only having this quiet time that may take 20 or 30 minutes to read the chapter, listen to the podcast, spend some time in prayer, but we've talked about how we intentionally carry that time with us the rest of the day. How we continue to reflect on a verse or a thought that comes out of this time, holding on to that nugget, carrying with us, whether it's typing it out in the notes app of your phone and looking at it every time you get the chance, or putting it on a note card and putting it in your pocket and taking it out and looking at it, reflecting upon it, keeping it center, helping yourself to stay focused on Jesus. Because here's what happens. When we do that, when we do that, the worries of the details start to melt away. Why? Well, we've been talking a lot about faith, and we come more and more to recognize and realize Jesus is in the details, and that he'll be there, and he'll help take care of it. And uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. I love this passage of Mary and Martha, and I have to confess in my own life, I've I've probably been Martha more often than I've been Mary, where I've worried and obsessed over the details of life. I've gotten upset about things instead, but I've, what I've discovered as I've been on this journey of living unleashed is that when I take the time, and not just a few moments to read the Bible or, or read a devotion and pray, but when I intentionally place my life where I'm sitting at the feet of Jesus every moment, those things melt away. And they only return when I cease to do that, when I cease to spend that time with Jesus. So I encourage you to do that. And that's why we want to share this with other people. We want to share this with other people because we have discovered how to live this living unleashed life. And we want the other people who are in our lives to, to know it and to experience it themselves. So continue on the journey. Invite other people along. Invite them to sit at the feet of Jesus and see how it impacts their life. All right, well, this has been a great start to another new week. I hope you are having an awesome day and an amazing day. Share this podcast with others. Like it on Facebook. Leave a comment. Start a conversation with friends. Invite others along on the journey. And as we continue together, as we sit at the feet of Jesus, may you keep on living unleashed.